You're listening to Kicking It with John and Greg. One's a real estate agent. Oh, man. We're definitely editing that out. The other is an all-world punter for your Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, you can. Why can't you say that? We'll just wait. We'll see. I think you can say that. I hope you can. Powered by Seahawks.com. Now you never know. Well, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. You never know until you know. And I know. Hello and welcome to another installment of Kicking It with John and Greg. Joined here with my buddy, as always, real estate mogul. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, father of two. Yeah. Husband of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Greg Woodman. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Uh, you know, just uh, coming off this bye week. Uh, feel great. Yeah? What did uh, what'd you do during this bye week? I went back home to uh, L.A., Got to spend an uh, entire week with my wife, which uh, doesn't happen very often. Is that the longest you've spent with her since you've been married? I mean, since you've come back from no. football? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, since you know, whatever. So July August. 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. No, it was the first full week. We And it was really nice because she only had to work like one night. And, uh, you know, even even when we're together in the offseason, she's usually working. She just finished her book. She just wasn't on the road. I'm not, it, wor- it worked out perfectly. That's awesome. It was just like a week of uh, just hanging out with her, which was amazing. That is awesome. Yeah. Good deal. How's the weather down there? It was warm. Ugh. Like 90. It's, it turned, it's already over here. I mean, summer's, yeah, summer's I over. I feel like today is the last, going to be the last night. It's supposed to be like 63 and sunny today. 63. And then you look in your iPhone and you have like the 10-day forecast. Yeah. And it's just like rain and clouds. They have a new picture on the where it has like the weather. It's the guy holding like a needle up to his throat. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> those aren't actually those aren't raindrops. They're actually tears. Yeah, they're, oh, yeah. they're tears yeah. of of no more sun, no more summer. Uh, just back to the next nine months of fall. <laughs> just go summer, fall, fall, repeat. Yep. Well, it's like it's already snowing back home. I saw it. It's yeah. just snowed up at Stevens Pass. Oh, really? Yeah, they had a small, uh, a little dusting, if you will. I want to get to Leavenworth before the pass gets all crazy. We should have went to Leavenworth when you came back because it's Oktoberfest. It was literally, the, I w- I, my plan was to go to Leavenworth today. And now I have, you know, family in town and stuff, and I have to get, I have to get things ready. Yeah. I'm a busy guy. Yeah, you I'm a are. busy guy, Greg. I had, a, had a week of leisure, and now I'm, I'm back to the grind. Back to reality. Of living my difficult life. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, in comparison, I have uh, two. I have an infant baby and a five-year-old that have very infant baby that have both been spending uh, the last day throwing up. So, mm. uh, yeah, I, that's uh, that's what Sarah and I did this weekend too. Is watch babies throw up. You know, one of the things that I haven't even told you yet, um, because uh, I'm smart and <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm trying to think about our future for me and my wife as well. And I know that you and Sarah really don't want kids. Um, yeah. So we have decided to make you guys the godparents. Oh, good. So I think it's kind of in your uh, best interest to make sure that we are uh, taken care of for the next <laughs> oh, good. 18 years. Well, yeah, your babies won't be get taken care of very well if you do decide to uh, <laughs> drive your car off the side of a cliff. It won't. It won't be good. Like I can just imagine your daughter bringing us beer while we sit on the couch watching baseball. <laughs> good. So my wife oh. uh, or my daughter Scarlett calls it beard. 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 She she actually said I got a migraine a couple weeks ago and and she and it, it's she goes she goes daddy was that from drinking beard <laughs> I, I go no it's not no. my extra migraine it was actually from tequila but thanks for <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be here if so it wasn't how, how for that how is the, the father of two thing going it's good it's uh man it's just 
my wife is such a trooper. I mean, she's just amazing with, um, you know, obviously she's kind of spending more time with Savannah. Uh, you know, it's just this constant cycle of like, when you do get her to sleep, you get a couple hours. And, uh, you know, I try to help as much as I can, but I've been, you know, I've been busy with work and I'm working a lot. So, um, you know, she's just doing, she's just awesome. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's really cool. That's cool. How, how long does it work? Like how long is she off work for? So she had not a very, not a great leave from her company, which is really sad. Um, but she ended up working it out where she's not getting paid, but she took off, uh, basically three months. So she's going back January, like the first of January. <coughs> um, so, you know, we're just making that work. Uh, it's crazy. Other countries, you get five months, six well, months. Mo- uh, Canada's one year. One year? One year, and you're paid, uh, I think you're paid two-thirds of your normal salary. For the whole year? I believe, yes. What? And, yeah, and you can split that up between the uh, mother and father. So the father could take three months, the mother nine, or you could each take uh, six. Ah. Uh. Yep. We've got... Yeah, I'm sure you're going to be coming over there, jumping over that wall to get over back to Canada, Greg. Sixty percent of pay for six weeks is what we what we got. Huh. I mean, now now <coughs> I feel like I might have lied. I, no, I really feel like it's a year in Canada. Well, I know I, it, it is. I mean, a lot of places. I mean, there's a. I forget. There's a. Uh, it's like Sweden, Sweden or something yeah. that you get. Not only that, but they give you like ten thousand dollars for having a baby to help with childcare. And then they have, yeah, they have in-home care. Care like yeah. it's just you know. And here you can't even get you can't yeah. even get two months paid regular pay. We get sixty percent six weeks. Man, it's tough. I, and then, and then the thing is, like you know, when you when we're looking at going back to to school, like to do daycare for a kid, it's like a thousand dollars a month. Really? Now we have two kids to try to figure it. out. I mean, it's just crazy. It's it's not. It, it, it's it's amazing to think about paying two thousand or twenty six hundred dollars a month just to have the privilege to go back and work. Okay, I'm looking this up now. I'm doing fat checking on myself. <laughs> uh, this from 2012. I don't know. It says here. Uh, it says here 35 weeks. 35. So almost a whole year with benefits and 55 percent pay. Okay. I still we could make 50 percent work for that long. I mean, if you could plan, yeah, that's still pretty darn good. Yeah, I don't know where I got a year from. I guess that's pretty close to a year. Maybe different companies also supplement it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, thanks for just letting us know what we don't have. So we got yep. six weeks. <laughs> well, you have a presidential election coming up, so it'll yeah. be fun for you guys. Hey. All right. Yeah. So moving on. Bye week. Yeah. So uh, you're back. We got back back to work. Big game uh, this weekend. They're all big games, Greg. All right. Well, we got Falcons in town. Yeah. See, the Canadian, I would say the Falcons. No, wait. The, Fal- the Falcons. Falcons? And suppose the, Fa- the Falcons. Americans say, like, Falcons. Say their whole team name. The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, well, either one is terrible. <laughs> I love the... When I grew up... Growing up, I loved the f- the, the Falcons because I loved Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was in love with him. So that was growing up, that was kind of like my favorite team. I played against Andre Risen. Andre, oh wow! Yeah, when he was playing in the Canadian Football League, it really yeah he played for Toronto in about 2004, I think, and I was playing for Winnipeg. Wow, fun fact that no one cares about. Yeah, that's great. It's not really a fun fact; <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact. So uh, Atlanta Falcons this weekend. You said you got family. Who's you got family coming to town? My my little brother, who I don't. You can still call me your little brother when he's 32. Absolutely, my little brother, his uh, two children. 
and his wife, um, my buddy, who's, who's very excited to get here and to drink alcohol because he's a farmer and they just finished their harvest. So oh, it's party time. He's been spending like weeks in a combine in Saskatchewan. Now he's he's ready to go. All right. He's ready to party. I'm like, just so you know, buddy, none for me until Sunday at about 5. But he knows that. Good friend of mine. And then, obviously, my wife will also be in town. Hey, all right. Full house. Full house. Is everyone staying with you? Uh, Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I have enough room, luckily enough. Oh. Or is it, is it luckily enough? <laughs> 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 it like, I would have maybe just had in my house just like a master bedroom and just everything else is empty. It's really weird. He decided to move into a uh, just a loft, a <laughs> yeah, small just, uh, loft. Sorry, guys. It's just me and Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... What do you want to talk about today? Anything fun? Um, so I had one thing that I wanted to bring up last week uh, that I was thinking about. Um, you're a professional athlete, so you're obviously you're competitive. But I was wondering, uh, are you competitive out uh, like with other things? Are you one of those, or is it just kind of like because it's your profession, you're not that way in other things, or are you competitive in everything you do? I think I think naturally I'm just a super competitive person. Okay. And I think growing up, like I couldn't, you know, when they ever could kids would play like a board game on a rainy day or something i couldn't do it because it would just end with me like yelling at everybody yeah okay if they, like if someone cheated or something it'd just be like my brother and i just like yelling at them like how it should be played <laughs> i remember one time we played we were like older we were like uh like in our teens but we were at someone's cottage and they had like a bunch of like younger kids there and they were playing this big game of, like kick the can mm-hmm. and after like half an hour my brother and i was like you guys aren't playing it correctly these rules are BS, I just stand behind the screen and kick a can this game, it's crap, you guys have to play by our rules, we're not playing, and they're like, well, you just made it no fun for all these children that are trying to play kick the can, and I'm like, well, good, because they sucked at it anyway, but now, I think, I feel like, now that I'm older, I feel like, all, obviously, super competitive when it comes to football, and I'm, I, I've kind of, like, honed it down on the outside stuff, like, I realized that when I go bowling with Sarah, I don't have to win. Yeah, I'll still try to win, <laughs> one hundred. But when I was younger, it was almost like even if you were going, you were playing like t- table tennis or whatever you were playing, it would almost like it would like I'd get like stressed out. Did you, okay, did like you just you, in an arcade, I get like stressed out because I was like I ha- I have to win. So or did, did you have a thing? That, I will tell you this for me, one that was really hard was always trying to beat my dad at things, mm. and I just you know not understanding that I. There was no chance I was ever going to beat him at you know any basketball, right. any of those things. I remember, but I remember getting so, just so angry, like, you know, just just trying as hard, you know. And and my dad would, you know, he'd <clears throat> keep it close, and then like you know at the end he's like, well, you're not going to actually yeah. beat me. Um, but then oh, bowling was one. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I I'm still so I'm I to this day like if you were to sit down and. I, it's hard for me. Like, I'll, we'll play games with, like, my wife's family. Like, we get together and we do these family get-togethers, and there's a lot of card games that come out and stuff like this. And there's just, you know, I like, inside of me, I'm just, like, I, I just, I have this, like, oh, my God, I have to win. But then it's, like, I ha- tone yeah. it down, Greg. Like, don't don't say it out loud. Yeah, well, that's interesting, too, with, like, with kids. You know, like, I don't, I don't recall, like, playing a lot of uh, games with my dad. My dad wasn't much of an athlete, but he was, like, he was a genius. Like he was one of the smart. He was yeah. the smartest person I've ever met in my yeah. life. And so, if you ever play like a like a board game or Trivial Pursuit, he would just kill everyone in the room. Like, it wouldn't even be close. And he wasn't even trying to be. A d- he was just like that smart. Yeah. You know, but uh, so we didn't do like a lot of like athletics together. Like he he would pitch to us in baseball and stuff like that. But that like, how are you going to address that with your kids? 
Like when you play It's interesting. So like right now with Scarlet, like I will there are times where I will we'll just do little things like racing up the stairs or whatever and like and and so like she gets really angry if like so there's times where I'm like I'll let her she'll do things where she'll be like try like she she'll pretend she has like powers and she'll be like you're frozen and she'll like freeze me and so I'll stop going up the stairs and I'll let her like let her win in that but uh but there will be a point where it's like okay well you know you're not gonna win at everything and we've had the one where she broke down and started crying because like I beat her in a race and I was like look like you're hey. not you don't win everything and if you if you one of the things honestly is like we like I roughhouse with my daughter it's like fun like <clears throat> I'll just wrestle like probably the same way you would like if it was like if you know she was a boy like I you know and so she gets so mad that she's not stronger than me and yeah. she'll try to do so she'll do this thing now where she's she's getting like stronger where she gets frustrated and then she'll like pinch me really hard because she's and i'm just like don't pinch like not cool yep. and i was like you have to understand i am an adult like i am <laughs> i am your dad i am strong like yeah. I, you are not physically stronger than me everyone learns more from losing than you learn from winning yep i'll say that over and over again feel like you they have the, these soccer leagues now it's like oh we don't keep score it's like well that all the dads did and your team lost yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I had, like so I, I, my my whole family is super competitive. Mm-hmm. My one sister has uh, four kids, and they are like over the top competitive. Mm-hmm. And I remember her talking to me one time, and she was playing a game, uh, basketball or whatever with her daughter. And I was like, "Do you let your kids win?" She's like, "I I I I beat them when I not beat them that bad. Yeah, I, no, 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 I, I, yeah. I win because I'm a better basketball player." I'm like. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Was, they need to know that I'm better and I win. Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, it, it, like uh, you should like, kill, slow down, let so, let little Johnny catch up to you in the in the race. Well, no, you should beat little Johnny because you're faster than him. Yeah. It's, that's and, my and take. It's, this has changed so much over, like, you know, our lifetimes yeah. of things. Like, I remember when I was on Little League teams and – you know, seeing the things where like I we like getting didn't get trophies or whatever, and it was like God, I want to be on a team that that right. wins the trophy, but it's like you have to win the trophy, and yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Like we, you know, we were the bad news bears; no. we didn't win, so we don't get a trophy. But then also, when you work and you do finally win a trophy, it means that much more. To yeah, you. where it's like, oh, we got eighth place out of eight teams, but I got this trophy. Yeah, I yeah, but you suck. I agree. I completely agree that it's it's become too much. I have. There are things where, like, I don't think that people shouldn't be included. Right. Like, I think you should have an opportunity to, to play and to try if you want to. Um, and that's the one thing. So it's interesting. That's one thing where I don't know. So, like, when you have baseball, Little League baseball, you know, there's usually, at least when I played, there was those rules where every had everybody had to play at least two innings or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So there was always different team styles, depending upon the coach. There was that one coach that – played like the two really crappy kids their minimum two innings like yeah. right when the you know when the game was you know decided or whatever and then there was the other coach that like let everybody play four innings equally yeah. in and you know which where do you think in, in like kids sports where do you think that it yeah, should go that's why I, I like the idea of like when there's like competitive teams and club teams or whatever yes. but then also Rec- you know you have you have like the problems with those competitive teams where it's like a lot of times you look at the kids and you're like, do you really want to be there? Is your dad just, r- your mom just riding you, making you do this? Yeah. And all of a sudden you're 12 years old playing hockey seven nights a week. Yeah. Like, do you want to be here? Like, that, that, that's also where I come into the tournament. Where it's like, man, like, so I'm, I'm mixed on it, but 
You know, just it's say, like, I've been both. <clears throat> I was like, so growing up playing baseball, I played baseball little league, like from t-ball all the way up until I got to high school. I didn't play baseball in high school. It just was, it wasn't who I wanted. Like I, I made the t- like the freshman team, but it was just like so much more intense than I had ever done. And like right. I was never on a select team or yeah. anything. Like so, I was like, this is not fun. This yeah. is too much. And so, but it was right then. I decided to play in uh, a different league than high school. And so I had went, I had always been like in the rec league or the little league system. Like I was one of the best players on the team. I yeah. always was I either played uh shortstop or catcher. Um, and like, I, like I was always, you know, batted third or fourth. So I was good. And then like when, bragger. no, 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 I'm just <laughs> saying, but bragger. The, no, but then when I went I'm to, joking. so I went to this like high school team. So it was like a, it was like a select league or something. Then all of a sudden, like I was the worst person on the team really? and it was this really weird feeling to be like the uh, on the other side where you're the guy who's waiting for your two innings because you still yeah. had to play two innings and I was like this sucks like you know and, and it was it's weird seeing on both sides like when I was on when I played basketball uh same thing growing up I had a coach that he let everyone play two quarters there was like 10 kids on the team and everyone played two quarters and it was like you know whether we won or lost it was still for fun and then as i got older i switched i left his team and went to other teams where it was like it's just weird it just i guess it depends upon what you want whether you want that pure competition or if you're just playing to play yeah and i think there's nothing wrong with either if you're a kid and you just want to play then play yeah. if you want to be super competitive then go play on a super competitive team no i i agree with that it, it's tough though but what what do you think about nowadays i feel like when i grew up i played every sport like up until like even in, even in high school i played five sports in high school yeah you know and then growing up i was playing like every sport i possibly could and now you can't even do that no like if you if you're a baseball player you're a baseball player yeah. you're doing it for 8 9 months of the year you're a football player you're a football player not only are you a football player but you are a quarterback, yeah, and it, it yeah. decided for you at like nine, ten, eleven years old. You Usually are a the, quarterback because you're the coach's son. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you're the coach. You're the quarterback. But you know what I mean? Like it's like, I think people are like, well, if my kid just plays this one sport, they have a better chance of making it. Well, it's still so the chance of your kid making it is like point zero one percent. So just let your kid have fun. What do, you, what do you think you have more of a chance of of doing of having it hit? Playing the lottery like every day for 18 years, or training your kid for 18 years to try to make it in one sport. Um, lottery. Really? Yeah. You know, even even like even when you do make, people think is once you make a pro sport, you're you're a millionaire. True. I played with a lot of thousandaires. Yeah. A lot of ten thousandaires. I don't play with very many millionaires, and that's the truth. People are like, yeah, right, but Russell Wilson, yeah. I'm not talking about Russell Wilson and Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch. I'm talking about guys that you probably haven't even heard of that rotate through that door almost weekly. And, you know, guys like, oh, you play in the NFL. It's like, yeah, I know a lot of guys who played in the NFL, had good careers, played three or four years, which is the average career, and leave with almost no money. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I, I understand that. Like, it's good. Even if you, you know, you make it for a year or two, you know, yeah, you have a great salary for a yep. couple of years, and then you have another 30, 40 years of life to figure yeah, out that you, le- aren't, that you aren't going to – At least. Or 50, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, yeah, th- that money the doesn't The problem last. comes when you, th- that person has dedicated their entire life up – you know, a lot of the, the average hurt is three years. The average rookie is 22. So you look at your 22, 23, 24, around 25, the average guy's done. So you dedicated your entire life to this, and at 25, you're done. And that's the average guy. And that's and, and you and you hope that you 
saved every penny you made so you can figure out what you're going to do yeah. to start making money once that runs and no, out. And no one does that. No, of course not. No one does that. Oh, yeah, that's... So, it's, it, I mean, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, 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 first of all, I mean, I'm just saying, let, let your kids do what they want. Yeah. They want to be competitive. You know, you can, I think there's nothing wrong with teaching them about winning and losing yeah, and that not everyone is a winner yeah. and that if you want to succeed and you want – guess what? Sometimes it requires hard work and those things. I will tell you this. Growing up, uh, there were a couple of things in life that I, uh, I, I quit over time, whether it was in high school or things, and that is one thing I will not let my daughter ever do. I yep. will never let her quit anything. I made – and it's not like things that would have changed my life in any – you know, whether I – played baseball my freshman year or did this you know i've quit a couple of things in time but it, it just it's not the right attitude and i think it took me a long time in life to realize those things that if you simply quit because you don't like something or it's hard or whatever it will affect you for the rest of your life in other ways so for her no matter what what i don't she can do anything she wants whether she wants to do ballet or soccer or gymnastics or whatever but whatever it is you're going to sign up for you will finish that season yeah. or that you know whatever whatever it is for one whatever it is you sign up you're going to do it to the end and then if you don't want to do it again you don't have to but you cannot quit and that's yeah. one thing i will not let her do is quit anything yeah uh, that's how uh, that's how my parents were too it's like once you signed up for something that was your thing yep what should we talk about now? <laughs> i don't know i want to talk here i want to talk about something that's uh we talked about earlier a little bit before the show um sunday fun day yeah which it, it developed into like a whole I don't get downtown in Seattle, obviously, especially yeah. on Sunday to to do it. But in L.A., like, we just had the bye week. So Sunday fun day is basically, like, you go out with a bunch of friends for brunch. You get twisted up on bottomless mimosas. Yeah. And you just have the best day of your life. I'm going to be uh, completely honest right now. I miss Sunday fun day. Oh, I miss man. it. You don't, we don't, when you got the kids, yeah. the Sunday fun days uh, aren't quite the same. Oh, I love it. Sunday Fun Day has become my, my one of my favorite days. They don't they don't do a lot of bottomless mimosas in, in no. Seattle, do they? No, there, there I anywhere? mean I think I'm sure there is a couple of places, but we used to do. I mean, we wouldn't do necessarily bottomless mimosas, but we would go hit up. I mean, we would start. We would go hit a bar, start watching the 10 a.m. games yeah. or whatever, and just it would be an all day thing. Sunday Fun Days were great. Yeah, I don't get very many of them. Well, I get them in the off season, but. During the season, so it was weird for me because I was in LA and it just felt weird to be like you're you're just getting to the the restaurant. It was a bar. Yeah. Getting to the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a bar, people. And it's like the football. It's weird to have like the football games on when you're not playing in them. Okay, so we've. I, I know we kind of said you don't watch. You don't go home and watch Monday Night Football when you be, you know if you've been working on a bye week. Do you watch any football? Uh, you know we it was on in the bar while we were having our Sunday fun day. And, uh, you know, I, I was watching it a little bit. You know, I, it's hard not to. But the baseball was on, too. Yeah. And I, I'm more into watching baseball. But it, it's hard because the way that – well, we left the bar because Sunday fun day, some people can't handle it. Uh, so yeah. there was a group full of 20-something, 30-something women, about eight of them at a table, and the bottomless mosses got to them. And yeah. it was like – it was like watching The View if they were all drunk. <laughs> So okay. just eight, seven or eight women talking over top of each other, and then all of a sudden, it was all these women having to do those, those those women that when they get drunk, their voice goes from like from like here to like here. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like the highest, the highest. Oh, did I give you a no. migraine headache? It was like the highest. So it was like it was like 
uh, Sarah's like, we have to leave. We have to leave like right. We have to leave like two minutes. We have to freaking leave right now. So that ended Sunday Fun Day. So we moved Sunday Fun Day to our house. So and then Sarah and I, we we, we put on the LA Rams game, and then it was about like fifteen minutes in. I'm like, we have to turn this off. Yeah. You know, I can't. I feel like I love football, but I would say the way that I watch football and the way that you watch football is different. Oh, I'm sure. You know, like yeah, you watch it so. You, you you know more. You watch it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. that's stressful, not enjoyable. You know, just I've, I've been to bars with you, and you're like, I would have already served three drinks if this this one we don't have a drink yet. Yeah, absolutely, I'm getting, I'm getting that. You start like getting itchy yep. almost because you're like, it's true. You understand the bar industry when you're like, this is unacceptable. They have more than enough waitresses to cover this. Yeah, like, you're right. And that is how I watch football. And so I was actually talking to Sarah. I'm like, do you think I'll, like, watch football when I retire? Like, it's almost like a question. Like, I like, I don't know if I will. Yeah. But I think it'd be hard not – I think it'd be really, really hard right when I retire to watch the Seahawks, and it'd be really, really hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it'll be, like, a weird dilemma to – because, I mean, I've, oh, I've been here – Oh, that's so weird. I couldn't even imagine, can you, like, at some point in your life – yeah. There will be a new punter. Yeah, it'd be really weird. The first time they come out. That when that Yeah, that's so yeah. weird. So and especially like I've, I've Is there a part I've is there a part of you that would be like bitter if you weren't like you're like, I hope you shank that first one. I, mean, I hope not. But then but it's also your team. I hope not, but probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been this will be this is my ninth year here, which in football is like forever. And I'm I'm really ho- I have you know, oh, you're having a great year. Three uh, years. So left. it's been brought up real quick. We'll just throw in uh, NFC Player of the Week. Congratulations! Uh, thank you very much. That's aw- yeah, that's, that's amazing. Uh, only you know all these years, only the second time I've ever gotten that. So it was uh, pretty. I mean, it, it, it mean it, it mean it means a lot to me to be honest. Good. You know, when you're young, you're like, I don't care about individual awards, and you don't you don't compare to the team awards, but it's, it's still nice to be recognized. Yeah. So I thought I thought it was pretty cool, especially you know when I'll be. 35 right away, so I still feel like I still have a bit of a chip on my shoulder and being like, I want to prove to people that I can still play. And, so if you, you know. so I have a question for you. I, I, because I don't know if you can share on this or not. So I, I know that as the season goes on, you know, sometimes like the teams will bring in a free agent or something like that. If you are one of those guys, do you hear about, I don't know, say it is a wide receiver or something, um, or, or we'll just use a punter. Like, if, if they're going to bring in another kicker, do you hear about it before they do when they try someone out, or do you not know until, is it like a secret, or uh, is it like a public it's fact? It's not a secret, but they don't flaunt it. And then if you get work, like every other team in the NFL knows it goes out on the, the waiver or the wire, whatever they call it, not the waiver, the wire, and everyone hears about it. Um, they do it on Tuesday when guys aren't here. Okay. I feel, I feel like. I feel like it's probably different from my position, being like a punter. Being I'm 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 one of one. Sure. Okay. So that's so so maybe like a wide receiver. So if you're like I don't know, say you're the fifth or sixth wide receiver, and all of a sudden they bring someone in to try, you know, they work them out. Do you know that that there's another receiver coming in, or all of a sudden do they call you and say, hey, we need to talk? No, I feel like in that situation they don't. I feel like in my situation, partially because I've played for so long. That it's just almost like a respect thing. And there's not that many people. Yeah. Like you would know, John. Just so you know, you know. They might say, you know, uh, we're worried about you maybe getting hurt, or we're worried about your play lately. So we're actually looking to go in another direction. <sighs> I feel like they would they would come and tell me that. Yeah, but if you, you weren't, know? if you if you're a newer, I Where, mean, like I what's like his name? What didn't that? Who was it that just someone just got cut? 
a couple like four games into their new three year deal. Yeah, I happen- mean that's I mean it was like a twenty million dollar deal. Yeah, it happens uh, a lot. Even even with like you know the bigger paid guys, you know it happens. Yeah, you, know, you just you never. I mean, it's, it's I'm just wondering if it's something where you knew if all of a sudden you like you get a tweet or tweet or someone texts you and like. Hey man, they're trying out a new. Like, I think everyone hears about stuff like that, but okay. I mean, just like I said, like if if you're a receiver, you're you're you know there's six receivers, so you don't go to like it wouldn't be right to, for the coach to go to, like the bottom receiver, what they consider the last receiver, and be like, hey, just so you know, your job's on the line. Yeah. Where it's like they already know their job's on the line. Okay. <laughs> you know yeah, what that's I mean? what I'm excited. Okay, that's, Where, what, that's so what I was wondering. I'm just wondering if there was any or even, like you know like, if you work on a quarterback, you're not like. Hey Russell, we're starting. We're working out a starting quarterback. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you'd be working out maybe a, a guy potentially putting them practice while. So it's just it's different, but just it is a uh, unique in you know, my position it being that I'm yeah. one of one. That makes sense. You know? that completely makes yeah. sense. But yeah, usually they come. They work out guys on Tuesdays, and it. I mean, almost every Tuesday guys are worked out. You okay, know, guys are worked out all around the league. Every every Tuesday. That makes sense. I just was wondering if it's you know I mean like as you work in a normal job like you mm-hmm. have, I, I, inclination that you're you might be getting fired yeah. or something and then or here you know just all of a sudden it's like I just wondered if they knew that someone at their position group was being worked out or if it was kind of more of like a secret and if it works out then they'll let you know. Yeah, it's always funny because like tra- training camp, I'd love to do a skit like a co- comedic skit on like a training camp in like a Fortune 500 or like a just like in the office building. <laughs> you know, oh here, here, here little Johnny, you can yeah. sit here. Oh, this is right now. You know, Rebecca has this desk because she works here. Yeah. But you're gonna sit beside her and then you can just do half her paperwork and then we'll decide. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't worry about uh, it. Don't, oh, yeah. Tim must have had a bad quarter. He has four people sitting at his desk this week. Yeah. You know, it's like oh. that's. I mean, it's just like a, it's a different when world. You, so, do, different like, world. so if do they have? Do they make sure that you know? Like, you would would you ever show up and all of a sudden like your locker would be empty and you didn't know, or would they have? No. Like, would that ever? Has it like? No, no. They, but like you, you it's like you wouldn't show up like at work and it's like oh god. Every Tim's team, desk is empty. Every team has one guy that's designated as the Grim Reaper. Yeah. In terms of, you know, some teams, like I was watching the, the um, Hard Knocks and it was the strength coach. Yep. But usually it's kind of like a lower level, entry level scout who's the Grim Reaper. And if you kind of see him lingering around the locker room, you it's just like oh. he's, get, he's getting somebody. What a terrible job. He's getting somebody. Yeah. I'm amazed. I know it's professional, but I am amazed watching like Hard Knocks and stuff how well some of those people take that. I mean, it's you have to be professional, I guess, because you hope you get another job or another shot. But it's like, oh, yeah, this is. I got one funny story. What you said about having like guys just showing up in their locker being gone. Yeah. Be like, like, there was uh, in Green Bay when they did like Make a Wish. It would always be the locker right beside Brett Favre. Yeah. Okay. You know, and that's the same way here. We do it right. For Russell Wilson. They always put like the, the kid's name up on the wall. Yeah. You know, they do like um, something really special for him. And so, in Green Bay, we didn't have that many lockers. So, the very first time this happened, the guy that was sitting beside Brett. They cleaned out all his stuff, took his name tag down, <laughs> put the kid's name up on the thing. So what? Uh, Tim Stewart. Yeah. And this guy walks in. He says, he's like, and he's like, I guess he kind of explains. He's like, are you kidding? This is the way you're going to cut me? Is I come in, I see someone else's name on my locker. <laughs> my stuff cleared out. Are you kidding me? Oh, like, that's how you're no. going to do it? They're like, uh, Tim Stewart is the, the make-a-wish kid. We just need your locker for a couple hours. Like, oh. <laughs> well, that backfired. That was like, uh, oh, what was it, in uh, Major League where they oh, yeah. slip in Vaughn's yeah. locker, comes in and throw, flips the coach's desk oh. over and. I love that movie. I do too. Cleveland Indians, they're in the uh, ALCS. Man, it's been the baseball playoffs have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Giants and Cubs tonight, game four. Yeah, Cubs are a good team. They Indians are. They're a good team, but it's an even number year, so the Giants will win. 
they got the a lot Gi- of work to do. The Giants won in 2012, four, no, 10, 12, 14. So obviously they're going to win this year. If they do it again, so it'll it just works. be the most oh. amazing even, story ever. Three even number years is in a row. crazy. But if they were to manage to do it a fourth time, oh, then I'd be like, it's rigged. It's all rigged. It's my last baseball you game. You just make 2017. You just wouldn't even. They'd be like, we're just not going to play yeah. this year. We're going to sit out. We'll be back next year. It is funny because before the season, they started like loading up on talent. <laughs> like, they got like Johnny Cueto. <laughs> they got a couple. Of, I'm just like. They know this it's their year. year. Yeah, they just they they know they have no chance the next yeah, year. Yeah, and but then every every year the Cubs just come to training camp and it's like or spring training. It's like, well, another year of us getting really close and getting disappointed somehow. It's like, how are we going to get disappointed this year? God, they're so it's good. Been like 108 years. It's unreal. Yeah, I thought last I thought last year was their year because it yeah. was the Back to the Future year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and Harry Carey used to buy up all the like the uh, the stuff from the the set of Back to the Future, and he had it like in his restaurant because he believed so much that they were gonna win on that year. I didn't know that. And then in the weirdest twist, the Cubs had like a great team last year, and they lost out on the exact day that Back to the Future went to. No way. They lost out on the day. Wow. In some kind of heartbreaking fashion, you, I'm sure the Cubs always find a way. I almost feel like it. Sh- uh, you just almost like you feel like it should have been the other way because it would have been the most ridiculous oh, story ever of crazy. the Back to the Future deal. Could you imagine like what kind of conspiracy theories that oh would like create God, would, if they it, actually won? It would go crazy. That little handbook that he had of all the scores from the future. Biff. I would buy that. Biff the 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 sports betting almanac. Yeah, I, I love that movie. That's such a good movie. I, yeah. I it's funny. I I have seen it's on uh, on demand right now, and I keep seeing it, and I don't want to start it like late at night when I'll fall yeah. asleep. I want to like I need to sit down and watch this again. It, it's one of those movies that you watch all these years later, it stands up. It does. Like, you know when you watch like move. I think we probably talked about this before. Where you like like movies like if I went back and watched The Mighty Duck. Yeah. Where I thought it was the greatest movie ever made. It should have won a freaking Academy Award. <laughs> if I watch it now, I'd probably be like oh. That's terrible, Gordon Bombay. Yeah, this is not his finest hour. I, yeah, I also think it's it, it is it's a very interesting uh, that the punishment for an alcoholic DUI <laughs> recipient is to go coach a kid's <laughs> <laughs> hockey team. Yeah, uh, I don't think they can hand out punishments like that anymore. That, well, you know what, yeah, Bombay, yeah. you almost killed a bunch of people, but why don't you just go coach the kids' uh, hockey team? We'll call it good. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> District Five. I love that movie. The other. Uh, I, so the other Back to the Futures were terrible. Oh, three. I thought, I thought three was two, bad. I thought the first two were the great. Third three, was the, well, the, they, they called it in. They called Back to the West or Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. that one was bad. Yeah. They had to get the train going up to oh, 66 miles man. an hour or whatever. Well, I think we've come to the end we have. of everything we have to talk about that people want to listen to. Yeah. And a lot have probably already turned this off. Well, <laughs> if you're still here, thanks. Thanks for sticking it out with thanks us. For, thanks for sticking it out. Follow us on Twitter. At Kick It with J and G. And uh, Facebook. Uh, Kicking It with John and Greg. And then we do appreciate I saw some some listeners went out and uh, uh, did a review on iTunes. We appreciate that. Oh, nice. Yeah, please uh, do that. Please, you know, rate us. And then, uh, you know, if you like the show, tell your friends about it. We we keep seeing the numbers go up, but, uh, you know, we're trying to... We're trying to get big time here, so if you like the show, tell friends about we it. We need like, a catchy way to end the show. We do. You got one? No, I, th- I was probably thinking of something. And we're, not do- we're, not, <laughs> we're not doing we're not doing out. That was one time only. It was so awkward. Th- thanks for sticking it out. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hope to hear from you again next week or not. What was the uh, What was the end of the Truman Show? 
I don't see you. Uh, uh, if I don't see you later, good then night. Good night. Good, good afternoon. Good night. Good evening. And I think it should be thanks for sticking it out with us. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for sticking it out. Well, you're taking that the wrong way. We're, I know I'm not. Oh, okay. You are. Thanks for sticking this out with us. Is that right? Kicked it. Uh, All right. We'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. <laughs>